Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm a pumpkin spice <laughs> in your coffee. I'm also Adam Riley. How you doing? Uh, pumpkin <laughs> swag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, dude. Name, of the, name of the podcast is 100% Fuck No, You Dig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we have a a huge show today, so might as well just jump right into it. Yeah. All right. Uh, first off, uh, this is kind of breaking. Like, there's no official confirmation, but it's actually this news is coming out from a different source than what you normally hear it from. Uh, it appears if you've watched Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, press tour last week. You notice he, you heard he was talking to Marvel. People were saying that it was about Iron Man 4, but he said on David Letterman uh, that, no, it wasn't Iron Man 4, that it was going to be other stuff with Marvel. So everybody kind of wondered what that was about. Well, according to multiple sources, uh, it seems that Robert Downey Jr. is about to sign or ready to sign, uh, has already signed a deal that will bring him to Captain America 3 and bring in Civil War. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah. The guys that directed uh, Captain America The Winter Soldier are are supposedly in talks to direct the Avengers 3 and 4, which is supposed to carry over because there's been rumors that what happens in Captain America 3 is going to affect the third Avengers movie. Uh, now, that part, you know, could go either way. I mean, Whedon hasn't said anything about directing three, but it's possible that he might have only been in two because he kind of said that he will only do two if he had this, you know, the freedom to do what he wanted in two. Um, but it seems that if they do, then it might actually, we might actually have Civil War. 
Because by that point, you figure we're going to have so many more movies opening by the time Avengers 3 and 4 come out. That that should be a heavy fucking slate. Yeah. So uh, this is breaking right now. We're recording this Monday night. Uh, and it's going to come out on Tuesday. So, you know, we'll obviously have more information about it next week. But this, if it, if this all happens the way it's supposed to happen, because there's been rumblings about things that didn't make sense. But if this is the way they're going, all those other rumors are starting, will seem to make sense. So obviously we'll probably talk more about it in the rumors podcast next week. But uh, this is, this would be awesome. If this doesn't happen, my faith in the world is gone. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Wow, it's it's, it's just over. Wow. Hang it up. Get <laughs> yourself now and just you know. You know, I, I want to mention a quick thing that I I didn't put on the show notes, but this uh, this thing that Steve is talking about reminded me. Um, they confirmed that Wonder Woman in the upcoming movie. Oh right, right, right. Is a demigod. Mm-hmm. So like. She's gonna... not going to be any weird. She's just some Greek broad. You know, <laughs> she's, she's a true demigod. Like, yeah. she has superpowers. That's what so... the 52 was, right? Like, they made her a demigod in, this, in the new oh, yeah. movie, right? Like, she's, she's stumbled out of the past type of shit. Like, maybe not exactly, but I mean, like, she was a fish out of water in the new 52. She didn't, she walked down the street with a big fucking sword in her hand. Which looking makes... for monsters. Right. <laughs> Which makes sense because it seems like they're kind of going – they're you know, doing that with the most of the others. With the exception of Batman, they're making older. But um, you know, it just seems that that's kind of – seems to be the way they're going. So I'm not surprised. I'm actually glad that way. You know? So that, that would be cool. That's going to be cool. She'd be and uh, she'd be hot too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of hot. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> hot fire. Hot fire. Uh, one of the things, you know, if you've ever had a burn, you know that there's very few remedies that actually work. And the reason why this is even in the podcast at all is because this was something that just did not make sense to me. But it was done and it actually worked. So I was, I was ch- chilling at my girlfriend's crib over the weekend and she was uh she was cooking breakfast so she's you know trying to do trying to make some hash browns and make them all crispy and shit but she was doing them on the stovetop and then she's like they're not getting crispy so she puts the skillet in the oven takes the skillet out puts it on you know after a few minutes she puts pulls them out puts them on top of the stove and she's doing you know a million other things at the same time and then she turns and then instinctively goes to slide the handle away you know off to the side and then touches the skillet screams bloody murder <laughs> and uh you know then she showed me her hand and it was like right down her middle finger this huge red line going down and so immediately keep it going underwater and like beast mode though she did finish breakfast while keep putting her hand underwater damn and- right she finished breakfast <laughs> But straight up beast mode, you know, like, okay, keep it underwater, but do the other stuff. Um, so later I'm like, oh, let's put, let's get a bowl. Let's put some ice water in it and then, you know, just keep it in there. So she's doing it to keep it from um, blistering. Well, even after about an hour or two, it still stings, like still burning, but her skin's not blistering. It's not doing any of that. So obviously it's just really, really, 
it's just kind of like burning burning nerves i guess so she's trying to figure out you know what to do to like stop the the pain so she you know she goes and buys this uh cream that you know you use for like sunburn and stuff like that it's supposed to cool then do shit right right and uh so she's trying to figure out what to do i go online i type in you know how to how to slow down a burn uh or to relieve the pain of a burn and i see this home remedy site so i'm like i'll fucking check this out so they're saying and on this on this uh form they're like we use wax or use honey use honey do this you know use milk whatever and i was like that doesn't make sense and then somebody said hot wax and i'm like hot wax that doesn't make sense so i told her about it and she's like really she's like well i got candles she goes i'm willing to try anything right now so she goes and burns a candle for about oh 30 minutes or so uh, she takes some of the wax and pours it onto uh, a paper towel and then applies it on her on her finger she's like after she goes she felt like oh like the burn because it was hot wax but after a few minutes pain was gone didn't blister That's didn't crazy. do anything and she said she could actually function around she goes when i like last night she was like yeah when i apply pressure on it i can feel it but she goes it feels fine woke up this morning no bleed no blistering nothing still red but fucking she was able to do whatever she needed to do fucking crazy i always used to use um you get like a piece of an aloe vera plant if you have one and then put it in the freezer for a bit Mm -hmm. and then just keep rubbing that on the burn that works pretty good Hmm. because you know it's aloe fucking vera right 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 and uh yeah but so if you ever have a burn and you ever want to you know try that it, it works you see it on there so you've hot whack no Fuck it, lazy geek says it works. I'll try it. Don't burn the house lazy down. Uh, don't don't burn the house down, because that's important. Right. You know. Yeah, your burn might not hurt, but if your house is on fire, it's, right, that <laughs> might be a problem. <laughs> Something's gonna inconvenient. <laughs> uh, um, there's a new video making its rounds uh, online t- this today. Uh, if you if you are a big fan of uh, John Oliver's last week tonight. It was off for the day or for the week, and uh, but they did an online exclusive, which was him ranting about something. And of course, this was him ranting about pumpkin spice. <laughs> 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 uh, it's hilarious. Like he just everything he's. Well, it was funny because like uh, like Heather's way into that. She's like, oh my god, pumpkin spice. I need that. And when I saw this video, I was like, oh my god, this was for her. Like, he did this for you. And you listen to it, and it's just fucking hilarious. It's available all year long. <laughs> it just sits in the back in a container. That it's, and it only gets pulled out between, what was it, October and December? The pumpkin spice goo. Yeah, the pumpkin spice goo. And it's just, it's a hilarious it's thing. Even, I don't understand the big thing about pumpkin. It's not even that good. Yeah. And it's not even real pumpkin, like you said. It's like, you know, it's not even real pumpkin. And then that fact about average, uh, the average person eats five pounds of pumpkin a year. I believe that shit. And I'm like, Jesus. I believe that shit because I go to the grocery store in like October, November, and fucking everything's got pumpkins in it. Yeah. Pumpkin cookie, pumpkin, pumpkin cake, bread. pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread. And it's all good. I like pumpkins. 
You know, so I get it. Like, fuck it, it's only out once a year. Right. But then you get burnt out. Like, by the end of November, you're like, man, fuck pumpkins. At Christmas, you're like, oh, look, another pumpkin pie. Great, thanks. Now, you know what? Give me the fruitcake. How about that? <laughs> That's a fucking tired of pumpkins. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Give me these fucking fruitcake, you motherfucker. <laughs> Start freaking out. You know, I mean, there's always going to be something that freaks Yeah. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like pumpkin pie, just not all the time. It's just funny because, like, every time I, you know, I, I used to work in the mall, so obviously around this time, seeing everybody that goes in there gets the pumpkin spice and every all the signage. Oh, we have pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, pumpkin cock, you know, pumpkin whatever. <laughs> pumpkin cock. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that must be the that must be the store down the street in the in right, the right, hood right. part of town, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, uh, you know, and it's like it's always the same type of, you know, people that go in there and they're wearing yoga pants and Ugg boots and scarves and the hair is all pulled up in a bun. And some t- some of them wear like a headband or whatever. Yeah, Starbucks is a weird place. Like, my wife likes Starbucks. And um, we go in there sometimes. And it's just, it's such, it's almost like somebody was calling them yuppie. A lot, and then they just fully embraced it. Like, you know what? Fine. Like, the the little music they sell in there and all the fucking <laughs> bullshit they sell in there. I'm like, God, this is like the biggest hipster spot I've ever seen in my fucking life. And their coffee is not that good. <laughs> but see, this is coming from someone when I get coffee. They were like, what kind of coffee do you want? And I'm like, just coffee. How about black like my men? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like to brag, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I get I get normal coffee, and they go, "Do you want room for cream and sugar?" And I'm like, "Of course I do." <laughs> and then I put my cream and sugar, and I dip. And you know, it's funny. It's like the cheapest cup of coffee you can buy at fucking Starbucks. It's just yeah. regular coffee, and it's not bad. You know what I mean? But like, it's not the best coffee I've had in the world. And people act like Starbucks is like fucking God's gift to coffee. Now, for you, it's the Dunkin' Donuts. Well, you know. That's just familiar. Like I like Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> coffee, but um, the I, Starbucks is like the McDonald's of coffee. <laughs> it's really all it is. It's really, it's really all it is. I mean, what can you do? Uh, if you want, if you want to meet an uppity white chick, take your ass to Starbucks. <laughs> You'll see plenty of them. Oh man! All right. Um, this last weekend was the new york comic-con uh a lot of shit com i liked i liked reading the news of this because it was mostly all about comics and i dug that yeah new york comic-con seems to keep it real a little bit more than san diego Comic-Con. yeah because like i mean they had like they had the panel for daredevil which was cool because you know it is a comic book movie tv show and video games that are comic book based you know i i really kind of dug that it was like everything came out of there was all like strictly comics so I, I really kind of dug that. And I was like, oh, God, if it wasn't so far away, I'd go. Uh, but this weekend, they finally confirmed that uh, Fantastic Four will be ending as, you know, we and a bunch of other sites um, uh, promoted that leak that happened from Hatchet Books. Uh, yeah, they're in January. They're going to revert back to the old numbering system. And uh, the finale of the series uh, will be in April, 
But the thing is, is that they still didn't say why they're ending it. They just say they were retiring them for a short time. So which means they're going to let them sit for a little bit. They pro And the thing is, too, with Secret Wars coming up and, and a whole Civil War and all that stuff coming up for next year, seems like they're going to – it's this, this might not be the only one. Like there's yeah. going to probably be a bunch of shit going on in the universe. Then once everything is over, then they'll be like, okay, now we bring them all back. Because they kind of did that before, remember, with, uh, what was it, uh, uh, the Dark Reign, when, you know, all the, like, uh, when ha um, Harry Osborn took over, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that, and they had the whole Dark Reign, everything, a lot of those titles got, like, pushed away, and then the Heroic Age, and everybody came back, so. Yeah, the Heroic Age lasted for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was over. <laughs> Which I thought I thought the heroic age was cool just because the name was badass. Yeah. The heroic age, like oh shit, yeah. and then it was over. Yeah, and then it was done. We got to make everybody a bitch now, so we don't have time for this heroic shit. <laughs> so yeah, but there's still no confirmation, and I personally still don't believe they're doing it just to spite Fox. I just think that's just simply fanboys kind of saying, you know, putting in their two cents. That just ha it's like when you're look I, I look at it as this. You're somebody now who's looking at the prophecies of Nostradamus and then finding the weak links between <laughs> them. You're trying to backwards engineer that he predicted the future. You know? Hister is not Hitler. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> he missed it by one letter. No, if he was a prophet and he got everything else right, he would have got Hitler. I'm sorry. <laughs> you dig. <laughs> you dig. That was actually his appendix for his last one was, I am a prophet, you dig. You dig. Um, Yo, I got that knowledge, though. You <laughs> dig. What the fuck? So drink your pumpkin spice and shut the fuck up. <laughs> In the future, people will flock the time of the harvest for pumpkin spice coffee beverages. <laughs> Bitches. Oh, uh, dude, I was watching... Uh, arrow last week and the felicity chick actually used i was surprised that this was actually used she um she comes across and she sees uh um, what's his name roy, uh, roy palmer ray palmer in there and she had already met him and she saw him and she goes oh frack mm. i was like yes that's funny <laughs> like, what's like the perfect word to use in place of fuck oh yeah Everybody knows what you're saying, but it's just like you still use it and it's still cool. Like you're like, oh, frack me. I do that sometimes. In I do it sometimes just like, You know, where it's like you're not – it's not instinctive. You're just like, oh, frack me. <laughs> where on the rare occasion I don't want to say the word fuck. <laughs> right. I'll say frack. Yeah, you know, where I think I've said it like 100 times in front of my kid, figure, eh, this time. There was a moment in time where my kids thought my name was fuck. That's how much it gets said. No, I'm just kidding. I try not to curse in front of the kids, but obviously, you know, I'm a human being. Yeah, the, yeah so. my kids thought I was fuckhead, fucktard, fuck yeah. fucker. <laughs> like, how many names does daddy have? Whatever mommy's calling them that day. <laughs> speaking uh, speaking of fuck, <laughs> yeah, no, right. it was finals week for me um, last week, and I think I slept a grand total of like 12 hours for the entire week. Like I was just, just, I can't even, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And on top of finals, I'm trying to keep up with my stories. I think I did a pretty good job keeping yeah, up with the I articles on the site. I don't think you – you've been late, but – or maybe one day you missed a story or something like that. But, it was or you one posted day. it late. You posted it really late. That was I posted a story late today too, but it was like 20 minutes late. Like, geez, you know, we're not exactly CNN over here. It ain't that big of a deal. <laughs> um, the uh, I just held his kid hostage until he – Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I told him to keep the motherfucker. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Um, so I'm doing the finals, and then my kids are all fucking crazy this week or last week for some reason. On top of that, and then I'm it's trying. Darts, dude. I told you. Right. Hey, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> um, and I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, get a grasp around. And I'm doing pretty good at it, getting a grasp on video editing and stuff. And start doing uh, gameplay videos and and silly shit like that. This was just the wor- that was just the worst week to start doing that. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna fuck with it right now. I'm gonna try that this week and next week because I have a week off in between classes. Um, and then, and then, no, and then, um, <laughs> what else? There's just fucking tons of shit last week, and I was exhausted. And Steve, Steve would be like, "Hey man, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing. I've been up for fucking thirty hours." <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it was a lot of it was anxiety too because I haven't these this is the first college finals it's my first two classes since I've gone back to school so like I was I was anxious about it leading up to the finals and then I did them and then I'm anxious about how I did yeah you know what I mean so it's like I wasn't sleeping when I get anxious I don't sleep because well, I you, barely sleep anyway well you yourself said you don't do well on tests I don't. I suck at taking tests. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how much of the information I know. I have to really fucking like be in it to to get it done. Um, but I got one final grade and I did well on that. And I missed fifteen points off of it. But that I knew I was going to do that because uh, she's like, "Well, you don't have to have cited material, you know, like something for outside source, and then properly fucking <laughs> cite it." You'll just miss 15 points. And I'm like, I already have an A in the class. And that's like the biggest pain in the ass <laughs> to do. So I was like, fuck it. Because it was, um, if you if you could pick a dream job, what would it be? I think of cheesy shit, you know. Hmm. It was just a one-page McDonald's, essay. Because then I get those fries, though. Sighted <laughs> source. <laughs> True. Sighted <laughs> source. Yo, mama, motherfucker. <laughs> um... <laughs> So like it was just it was just an opinion thing and and I yeah. you know I picked my dream job and I wrote about it and I was like I'm not going to go searching for something to forcefully add it in just to get the 15 points. I really don't give a fuck. I I still got an A on the fucking paper and an A in the class, bitches. You could have been a full dick and just said my dream job is to do what I'm doing right now, right answering this question. With your class. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a real thing that you know what is the opposite of my dream doing a stupid ass essay <laughs> by the way and then you, just, you go the sound you just heard was the mic <laughs> right you actually put mic drop in the essay <laughs> but there was the, an emoji <laughs> yeah because that class is kind of bullshit anyway it's like uh because I'm, I'm doing online college because I, I don't have the time to go to a normal college i have too many kids and i got too much shit going on um so the first class you take, and it counts as an elective, but uh, it's the, you know, how to succeed in college. Without really trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, nah, like this online college is, is is the real deal. At least the one I'm in. There's a lot of them that are bullshit. When I went to I went to University of Phoenix for a couple months because I worked over there, and that place fucking joke. Like that, it was the shit. You barely have to do anything. Yeah. And you get an. I actually had to study and shit for this one. So there's that, and then I did the final for the other class. But um, I'm very very happy that that is over. Um, and I was fighting with my wife because I wasn't sleeping at night. So she works at night. So she would come home at night mm-hmm. and then I would sleep when she usually slept. Oh yeah. And then she was like, this is fucking bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. you know, she's buried under the porch. <laughs> you dig. <laughs> it's quiet now. Edgar Allan Poe shit. I just hear <laughs> tapping all the time. You know, I hear nag, 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 nag in the background. It's all right. I just I put a PVC piping down into the box through the ground. Right. <laughs> she gets a little air. Yeah, it's fine. I throw some stuff, some bread down there sometime. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, finals week is over, and um, I can get back to doing whatever the fuck it is I do. <laughs> uh. All right, and cool thing that happened, uh, The Flash finally premiered. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that one, I was surprised at how, how much I enjoyed that shit. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I, I mean, I, I guess I have to admit, I was kind of surprised, too. Like, I was pumped for it because I wanted to see what they did with it. And by halfway, like, bef- even before halfway through, like, maybe about a quarter through, I was sold. Like, I was like, I'm digging this. Yeah. Yeah, like what did what was it? Uh, what sold you? Because you're, I mean, you're pickier in regards to what you follow and stuff. I'm like not. That. I'm not. It's not that I'm pickier. Like I don't nitpick about things. It just it takes, it takes something special for me to care. Like even <laughs> and and a perfect example is I used to watch The Big Bang Theory a lot, mm. and now I don't. And my wife was asking me why don't you, and I'm like because it's not entertaining to me anymore. Yeah, like it's not a bad show, but the way they've moved all the characters around, it just to me it's not, it's not interesting. Like yeah. I just don't care anymore. Um, the Flash, like one was quality. Yeah, like it didn't seem like a cheesy CW show. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that was what I was worried about. Um, it was it was just on point. Like everything was great. There was a couple of fucking like. Maybe some rookie actors in there, but they weren't the main characters. Yeah. You know, so it didn't matter. I mean, um, the dude who played Flash was on point with everything. Yeah. Um, his his like the chick that he runs with. Iris. First of all, yeah. First of all, easy on the fucking Iris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but uh, she was she did good good support good support for that. And then um, I don't know. I just dug it. The only character I didn't like. Was the the bad guy that could control the weather? Yeah, I mean, he I just thought he was kind of hyper cheese, like. Well, yeah, and like we see in like the Doctor Who episodes, like when the when the seasons start, the villains are tend to be dumb, not necessarily dumb, but not well worked out. Like it's more focusing on Barry Allen and getting his shit going, and you know. Yeah, because that villain's not supposed to be important. Right. It's just the, the more the. The more important villains come on later in the season. Like you got Captain Cold is going to be one of the yeah. villains. Speaking of villains, I'm surprised. Reverse Flash. That Reverse Flash was in yeah. that joint so soon. I know. Um, I was actually talking to somebody on Twitter about it, 
about how reverse flashes came out real quick. Yeah. You would think they would they would wait for that. But see the way they did it though is they can they can have him come in almost every episode. Yeah. You know, so it's because it, they're going to do the putting the pieces together type thing of why he killed him. I mean, we already know. Yeah. But Barry Allen needs to figure it out. Um, well, I already know. I don't know if everybody else knows. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If you don't know, dude. Yeah, don't they teach that in college or something? It should comic be. Book it should, history. Yeah, it it's should be important. comic book history. Yeah. yeah. Um, or you can go to the source of all human knowledge, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, I liked the little nuances, like what they did with his suit, you know, like how they made his suit, you know, uh, revision of turnouts, you know, so it's heat resistant and all of that. Yeah. Um, I did like the cameo of Arrow, like just linking it to that and him running all 600 miles <laughs> uh, to, to see him. Uh, but yeah, I thought like everything seemed seemed good on his point and and as we if you've seen like the the trailers for the upcoming episodes you kind of see that he gets a little full of himself because he's like he's so fast that he can do all this stuff and then you're just kind of like wait you know he's still young so he's gonna make a lot of rookie mistakes but yeah i totally i i totally dig it like i like how his i like how his uh his powers first started showing up like the little like he's trying to walk somewhere and suddenly he'd go quick yeah, or that chick was dropping the plates and, and all of everything, a sudden, everything went slowed slow. down. Yeah. yeah, and he's just standing there like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool because I knew they needed to do that quickly. Yeah, you know they they don't have um, the, luxury the luxury of being movie. in a movie or yeah. something like that. So it was it was done quickly, but it was done well. I just didn't want it to be like he kind of kind of how um, the first Spider-Man movie was, yeah. where like. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm ripped. Oh, yeah. look, I'm Spider-Man. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to be that quick about it. Lightning, but, uh, gave, lightning gave me abs. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, but you know, the what about that tag scene at the end though, where the doctor uh, sees that image from the future? Oh yeah. Uh, First of all, that douchebag getting out the fucking um, wheelchair. Yeah. I think maybe he is reverse flash. Yeah. But I don't know. I was when I was looking at it, I thought it was kind of interesting was like, you know, it's ten years in the future, so obviously we're not gonna see this in the movie. Was it in ten the- years? Because I thought it said two thousand forty six. No, it was twenty I thought it was twenty four. It was like ten years into the future. Um but what I thought was funny was the fact that in the if, if I stopped it of course to read everything and I read in the corner Wayne Enterprises to merge with Queen Consolidated. And I was like, I go, oh, did they just drop in Batman? Batman. <laughs> well, Batman's everywhere. Yeah. You know. <laughs> He's omnipresent. <laughs> he probably owns the facility that uh, Barry Allen <laughs> was in. Yeah. Everything's Wayne Tech. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so by the time this podcast airs, which is tomorrow, a second episode will be out, so we'll have to see... If when does it, does it air Monday or Tuesday? Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gotham is what? Monday. Gotham's Monday. Yeah. You know they did that shit on purpose, too. Dude, Shit's not on the same days. Yeah. Dude, that shit, it's actually, I mean, if you think about it, because when Constantine comes out, it's going to be on Fridays. So you have Gotham on Monday, Tuesday you have Flash, Wednesday you have Arrow, Friday you have Constantine. What DC was the like, fuck. DC was like, you know what, Marvel, keep the movie theater. Yeah. We're going to be in everyone's living room. <laughs> 
Suck a dick. Well, even Marvel, they're, they moved S.H.I.E.L.D. to 9 o'clock. Don't so. no one care about that fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> we, talk, we talk about D.C. right now. But it's kinda, it is kind of cool because I was like, going, wow, four of the five nights. This should be interesting. And not, not against one another, so that's always good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So speaking about competition, <gasps> uh, this one comes from Comic Book Resources, their Robot 6 uh, – uh, division uh, the New York Comic Con which just happened this weekend has been a slow growing event back in 2006 it had 33,000 people in attendance last year they had a record breaking uh, attendance with 116,000 so everybody expected them to actually have probably break that and but not really sure about how much well, the numbers finally came in, and according to the uh, producer, Reed Pop, uh, the event had sold tickets to 151,000 mm-hmm. individuals. Now, that exceeds San Diego Comic-Con by 21,000 people because Comic-Con has a capacity of 130,000 due to the capacity of the convention center. Yeah. So uh, New York Comic Con has beaten San Diego as the place to be. Now, you can kind of see where that's going because like we said uh, earlier is that they are more comic book focused than anything else. And preferably for me, I would probably love to go there. Well, you have to think about the – you have to think about – Plus the city. Yeah, you have to think about the culture too. Like California, obviously, is very much ingrained with movies and television. Right. You know, so you're going to see a stronger focus on that aspect of the entertainment um, in San Diego because those companies are like right outside. You know, they're like, let's get something going. New York has always been a very artsy place. You know, so so I can see New York Comic Con being much more focused on the actual comic books and the artwork. You know. If you if you go on to YouTube, you can actually see Marvel's uh, Daredevil panel, and the guy hosting the panel, his name for, escapes me right now, but he says he goes, Marvel has a very close relationship with New York, so you know because all their stories take place in New York. For them, this is this yeah. is home for them. So naturally, and and I think that you know, and and not to mention that it's San Diego has made it so hard to get tickets for them and new york the cool thing about new york also is that there are so many hotels and you don't have to be right near the convention center you got the subways their transit system is on point so you can actually be further out get a cheap hotel and then take the subway in essentially you have a comic-con that is in the greatest city on the planet exactly so (laughs) you really you really can't go wrong there yeah you you might get mugged no i'm just kidding (laughs) The crime rate in New York City has gone down dramatically. Just, you know, it's not the 80s. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I would love to go to a New York Comic Con, dude. I would too. That would just be – I mean because think about it. If you think about it this way, even if you don't have a ticket for a con, the con that day, there's still so much to fucking do. Right. And so many places to go. I thought I'd go, fuck, dude. You could actually spend the whole week and go like, okay, Comic Con and then just sightsee for like the, the next few days and then – Get some of that New York style pizza. Oh, dude. Like, it's been line? so long. It's been so long. 
Yeah. Arizona don't do pizza right. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to give me, but it ain't pizza. <laughs> like it's 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 inspired by. Yeah. <laughs> inspired by, yeah. Based on a true story. Right. Based on a true story. <laughs> Real world. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I, I and and being from Boston myself, I can definitely attest that New York has some of the some of the greatest pizza. Now I say some of because Chicago is a different kind of pizza. Right, right, right. So you can't really say, you know, this or that. And also, I mean, Chicago, you're you're much more um likely to be shot in the fucking head <laughs> getting some pizza. Right. So there's that. You right. know, but um Well it's just yeah, I mean, to... my wife my wife really wants to go to New York. She yeah. wants to go to New York, Boston, all that shit. Yeah. I'd love to go back over there. And also if you're on the East Coast too, take the train. You don't have to fly. You can take a train. What? That's right, yeah. bitches. So there, to me, just New York seems more accessible than San Diego. I mean, living in California, obviously, it's more accessible. But anywhere on the East Coast, you go to New York, it's so easily. You can take the train from fucking Boston to New York. Yeah. Like, you, connects with the, you take the subway, and it connects to the Amtrak, and you're good to go. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> All right. So, Doctor Who recap. A mummy on the Orient Express. Uh, what do you think? I liked it. Um, I thought it was just going to be a typical like monster, whatever. Right. But it was more character character driven. Um, the only thing I didn't like, and I was confused in the beginning, and but then it was explained to me, and then I still didn't like it that much, was <laughs> how quick they solved the. I hate you go away storyline from the mm. previous episode. Like, first of all, Clara just shows up. Right. And she's with them. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they kind of talk about it and there's tension. But like, I think there should have been a little bit more story going on about like, we should have got that scene where they reconciled. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't have been just, there you go. Yeah. Here, yeah. Out. I agree. It was kind of quick. And then you had the whole, this is the last hurrah, uh, kind of bit there and um yeah i just kind of seemed a little like we missed something yeah that, yeah yeah that, that, that it wasn't fully resolved because like this was her last go and stuff like that and you're like okay i where did that happen and it's like they try to tried to keep it in the dialogue like just a real quick pass and it was just kind of like mm. And then that whole end sequence where she's like, oh, he's okay with it, you know, just as long as I'm, you know, here, there, or wherever. And it just kind of seemed like, I feel like I'm missing something. I think they, well, I think from what I, what I saw is that he thinks she's not going around with him anymore. Right. And she's lying to him, basically, which is obviously going to blow up in her face. Right. But the, I don't know, that it just seemed quick. Yeah, like we didn't need to be that quick about it. Yeah, that's that, that, that's all it seemed to me. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, and you know, uh, I, I and just kind of how she didn't want to talk about it with that that one girl when they were trapped in that car. Um, it just didn't kind of that would have been a good place to use exposition to kind of say what's going on. Right. But it just seemed like we were kind of missing on that one. Um, aside from that, though, I, I dug the story. I liked uh, people always die in Doctor Who. It's you know, uh, just the way it is. It's just yeah, you're you're an you're a you're a guest star in Doctor Who. Most likely you're gonna end up dead 
or sacrificing yourself. <laughs> you fucking did, homie. Yeah. But uh, Clara in that flapper dress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because uh, you look at it and you're like, this girl's cute, and there's no way they can make her cuter. And then they do it. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, fuck you, Stephen Moffat. I love, and then they do it. And <laughs> then you're like, fuck. <laughs> no, I thought this was, I, I thought it was definitely a lot lighter than the previous episode. Because that past episode, that last episode to kill the, on Kill the Moon was just like, whoa. That was a heavy fucking that, episode. That was a heavy fucking episode. But this one actually I thought was really, was a lot lighter because you're dealing with the mummy aspect, you know, which I thought right, was kind of right. cool the way they resolve that on you know um but still who who was doing the train who who was the brains behind the whole thing right you know it was never really resolved so i'm thinking we're going to pick up this towards the end of the season because we still we haven't seen missy in a while and the last time we saw her she wasn't all that happy so yeah she was a little pissed off yeah so i'll have to see see that that come in but yeah i really kind of I really dug in. I, I like the fact that when they did the whole, uh, when they figured out what was going on, and then the train stopped, <laughs> like in the middle of, of space, you're like, oh, he figured it out. Yeah. I, I, I like the whole premise of the show. I liked, um, it, it was, it, it kind of hit the heartstrings a little bit when you found out that it was just a soldier that just was done. Yeah. You know, and, and that was that was an interesting little dynamic. And, um, the ending I, I, cool. I like the ending where he saluted. And then yeah, that like, was dope. You're relieved, and then he just, and like, fucked out. Yeah. Uh, I finally fucking go to sleep. Shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Bitches. All right. Hey, real talk. Don't bother me no more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, really quickly, gonna touch base on the take my money section. Uh, this one here is really quick. They're really quick blurbs about it. Uh, you probably heard this if you were keeping up on the news from uh, uh, New York Comic Con. It seems that we are going to be blessed with another Secret Wars. Uh, those of you that remember 1980, in 1984, the pivotal mini in comic book history, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars, which inspired a lot of people to like want to become comic book writers and artists and stuff like that it was important uh, it was it was it, yeah it was it magna carter fuck that piece of shit constitution Jesus. wipe your ass with that no <laughs> this series of books is the 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 pinnacle of human creativity i don't know if i can fully endorse what's being said yeah you can i can <laughs> I really can. <laughs> you really can. Uh, in an offsite event on Mon- uh, on that Friday, I believe, they announced that Jonathan Hickman and Isad Rebek will be tasked to bring back the story of Secret Wars. Now, now there's not a whole lot given about it. It's supposed to take place, according to Hickman, this is where it gets weird, is according to Hickman, the whole... Uh, eight months later, Avengers, New Avengers storyline is actually going is actually going to precede. Like when that ends, that's when Secret Wars is going to start. But what I also read too, just today, um, when they're talking about the whole Spider Verse stuff, that is also part of it too. So Spider Verse and Avengers, New Avengers are all going to link up and eventually lead into Civil War, into Secret War. Yeah. But, 
But if you look at the, the poster here on thelazygeeks.com, you're going to see like the female Thor, but then all of a sudden you see a man Thor. And then you see Spider-Man, and then you see uh, Captain America, who's not uh, uh, Sam. So you're, I'm looking at it, I go this, and before they even said, it, I'm like, this is going to be dimensional. This is going to be like their their version of Infinite Crisis, you know. And uh, so I was like, ooh, I'm I'm going to be on for that. So it's supposed to start in May 2015, and it's going to run. Was like, and he was like, ooh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, you dig, <laughs> you dig, homie. <laughs> so it's supposed to run for a year, starting in May 2015, one issue a month, which is going to be like the classics, um, the classic scene. So apparently, according to Jonathan Hickman, he came to them about this and had planning it since he took over Avengers and New Avengers back in 2012, and Jeez. wanted to go this way. So, you know, it's going to be a cool story when you have him involved. It's going to be deep. It's going to be complex, but it's going to be pretty fucking awesome. It's going to be so deep, put her ass to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Shit. But also coming out that summer of 2015, Marvel teased it today, but it seems that we're going to be granted another civil war. But how and when, it's, there's nothing else about it. All we got was a cover. That shows Spider-Man wearing the uh, the uh, the uh, Iron Spider costume that was made for him in, in Civil War. But he's being tugged on one side by Captain America, the other side by Wolverine. Issue 1, coming summer 2015. And that's all we got. So He's conflicted. Very much so. So Marvel has a lot of shit coming up. Yeah. So this, this will be seriously interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So that's part of the take my money, <laughs> because I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. That's just it. It's like listen, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy so, it. So, just, just it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I guess it's time we jump into some news. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> In TV news this week, whether you call them ISIS or ISIL, you will not hear it on the upcoming season of Archer. When I first heard the name Isis outside of the series, I immediately thought that someone had stolen their name or you would hear Lana shouted from the desert. Uh, unfortunately, the real-life terrorist group will have an effect on the series when it returns in January. The old Isis International Service and Secret Intelligence Service name will no longer be part of the show when it returns in 2015. The only nod to the name, uh, to the name removal will be that two workmen will be taking away the sign of the old ISIS logo early in the first episode. Quote, We quietly did, series creator Adam Reed told the Daily Beast. We were waiting for it to go away. At, at least I was. Back in season five, FX said, This might be a thing. Uh, and I thought, maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be, a, uh, maybe it'll be a mole that I'm going to ignore and nothing will happen. Well, we got sort of lucky that we could organically make a merger with the CIA. So we went back and retroactively painted out the ISIS logo in parts of the show. And we just don't talk about it in the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it sucks that they had to do that, but it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there will probably be some people that will voice negativity about them taking the name away at all because people on the Internet like to do that. However, it did not come as a surprise, nor should it. However, the choice to not talk about the change 
of the name will not be talked about uh, and some people may not like that. Quote, we won't say ISIS anymore and it, the only visual representation of it will be that the that sign rolling off the show, executive producer Matt Thompson said. It's just the most awful thing and we didn't want to have anything to do with it. There were people online saying that we should address it or say oh, I can't believe these guys have co-opted our name. That way, uh, that's the way South Park would do it, coming after them and saying these assholes stole our name. But that's not the way the Archer universe works, uh, where it's all our own creation. And in our universe, they don't exist. This makes a great deal of sense, especially since they're going to, they still go up against the KGB in their series. Uh, comparing the series to South Park is not their way. Given that the show was never truly dealt with real life issues, it's more pop culture references. I'm not surprised that the name uh, will change and not drawing attention to the group is the best way to handle it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a shitty situation. Like, yeah. There's nothing you can. Yeah, I mean, at first everybody was like, "Oh fuck, what did Archer do?" You know, <laughs> but yeah. after a while, you're just like, "Nah, these guys are." A bunch no, of I remember when I first started hearing about. Ice on the news. I was like, I know I've heard that name somewhere before, and then I'm like, oh wait, that's okay. I, I'm I'm with it now. I know what's going on. <laughs> I dig. I, I officially dig that shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Word, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Wow. AMC has seen great scripted shows with Walking Dead and Mad Men, to name a few. The network also has a handful of unscripted shows as well, or at least they did before <laughs> they canceled the majority of them. Um, AMC has decided to give the axe to all of their unscripted shows except for The Talking Dead and Comic Book Men. Um, shows like Small Town Security, Freak Show, and the recently renewed Game of Arms will all be canceled. They have also decided to not go ahead with some planned shows like two Kevin Smith shows, Hollywood Babylon, and Ralph Garman, with Ralph Garman and Robert Bruce Comic Collector series, um, and Chris Hardwick's Celebrity Bowling Show. Um, quote: Scripted scripted originals are at the core of the AMC brand. Iconic shows like Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and The Walking Dead have have driven AMC's evolution into a must-have television network, an AMC spokesperson said to in a statement. Um, we are proud of our efforts in unscripted programming and the unique worlds we have been able to introduce, but in an environment of exploding content, <laughs> options, <laughs> options for viewers, we have decided to make scripted programming our priority. Um, honestly, you can't blame AMC for this, dare I say, smart decision. Uh, <laughs> while fans of these canceled shows may call foul, it's nice to see a network have a focus and stick to it. There is a time when you have to ask the hard question of what makes us money and move forward. That's kind of how it is. Like, yeah. obviously, AMC's bread and butter is their scripted television, and you know you got to make a call sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know Comic Book Man was still on. Yeah, it's still on. They honest. just started their most recent season. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of saw this coming because of the fact that. You know, Breaking Bad is gone. Mad Men is in their final season, and all they really have right. is The Walking Dead, and they're and they just, I think, got a companion show with that. But they, they needed to stretch that base, and you know, it's it's kind of nice to see some 
show uh, some channels going, or right, we got to go for quality shit, and and dump the reality stuff since it's cheap for them to make. Yeah, dump the bullshit. And yeah. Just... Yeah. All right. Well, moving on into gaming news. Fuck uh, reality. <laughs> Suck a dick. Into new reality. Oh. Gaming news. Uh, when gaming publishers began re-releasing their last generation video games on the current generation consoles, they were bloating them with better graphics and special enhancements that were designed to use the new console's functionality. In a leaked picture, in a leaked picture that allegedly appeared on the PlayStation Store, it seems that the new release of Grand Theft Auto V will be a huge download. According to GTA Forums user, uh, user, the leaked image of the PlayStation Store has required install space of the game on the PlayStation 4 to a whopping 50 gigs. That's, that's, that's pretty fucking big. Yeah, that's nearly a tenth of their actual default storage space on the console itself. Uh, it's going to be a huge problem in the lifetime of the console storage space, not, only, not to mention that they, um, that they have not released their 4K movies, which will take up more storage space on, um, than that. 500 gigabytes for a gaming console that you want people to download is not enough room for anyone who likes games, movies, and television. Yeah. Also listed on the screenshot, the game will support some motion elements, but users will have to have a PlayStation Move navigation controller or wireless controller will be required for motion control features. So no the, one will be doing it then? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, the game is slated for release on November 18th, 2014 for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. The PC version of the game is expected to arrive on January 27th, 2015. Yeah, motherfucker, yeah. that's what I'm waiting for. Yep. You know, because I was telling Steve, as soon as the fucking PC version comes out, what we get? Mods, motherfucker. That's right. It's going to be the shit. That's right, doe. Doe. That's right, doe. <laughs> That's right, doe. You dig? <laughs> you dig? All right, so my bit isn't really news. It's just something that's fucking awesome. <laughs> my bit isn't really news. It's just... And I do this from time to time anyway. Um, before we start here, I have to give... Oh, so the title of this article was A Video Game Collection That We All Can't Afford. <laughs> okay. This is relevant because of the first paragraph. Um, before we start here, I have to give a bit of a correction for the title of this article. There is a chance that there is an individual reading this that can, in fact, afford this video game collection. I am fully aware that there are people that have much more money than I do. I just choose not to acknowledge them. The struggle is real, people. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Fucking straight hater. Like, right straight off, right hater. off the jump. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Um, anyway... <laughs> I love. I wrote that into anyway. Straight up, fuck your couch. That's right. <laughs> there is an impressive video game collection on eBay that is piquing the interest of gamers everywhere. The collection includes 5,700 games, over 50 gaming systems, complete sets from companies like Nintendo and Sega. The majority of Sega. the game. <laughs> Sega. The majority of the games for from the 1980s and 1990s, as well as, quote, arguably every can single... From your, can you turn from away from your fan a little bit? Listen, motherfucker, all right? Where I'm at right now is legit. <laughs> I don't want to hear your shit. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Try to turn it <laughs> off. And I, oh, shit, I did it again. Okay. My bad. Now, shut up. All right. Quote, arguably every single retail on-store shelves game released for from Nintendo... Between 1985 to 2000 is represented here. That's a lot of fucking games, homie. 
The seller gave a bit more detail as well as as well as a master list, which is linked in the article at lazygeeks.com. Uh, here are the highlights. So 835 NES games, 744 Super NES games, 784 Nintendo GameCube games, 511 Game Boy games, 445 Game Boy Color games, 492 Sega Genesis games, 232 Sega Game Gear games, 206 Atari 2600 games. Motherfucker. Fuck. Here go another quote. That's why he's uh, got that a broke-ass TV in. <laughs> straight up. Yeah, there's a picture on, on the website. And I mean, it makes sense because he's with vintage car. He's got that like old school Sony like Tritatron or whatever the hell they used to call it. Um, all games are in used condition. All show some signs of wear. Condition varies. Some games may have stickers or markers on them or slight tears in the label or cracks in cases, the seller notes. Many games are excellent to mint condition with a very small few being factory sealed. Overall average condition of the games is good. Um, there's even more here, like signed artwork, a framed Nintendo Power issue number one, and even some custom-built Game Boy shelves. Um, it's safe to say, if I had the money, there would be nothing but gameplay videos <laughs> covered <laughs> with audio of me laughing hysterically on our YouTube channel. That's the real, that's the real talk to you. I'd be on there like, <laughs> But, uh, wow. It's pretty impressive. And I have... You know, a link to the eBay thing. Let's let's click on it because I wrote this article a few days ago. Yeah, it's still for sale. How much is this? What's the price on it? Or what's it at right now? One hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. Jesus. So, there have been fifty-six inquiries. I don't know what that means on eBay. I don't know if that means a bid or people have just been asking questions. Um, Usually, they say bids. How many bids has been? Yeah, there ain't been no bids. Which is surprising to me. You would think there'd be some rich dude that would get it. How long? How many days do they have left? Uh, where is it? I never use eBay. I don't fucking. It doesn't say. Oh, what if it's just straight up for sale? Yeah, it's just straight up for sale. Oh, okay. Then there's. It says no. four, one thousand four hundred and seventy-eight viewed per hour. <sighs> yeah. But does it's it just... come with the TV? That should be the inquiry. Does it come with the TV? Does it come with the TV? It's cool, too, because he has it all organized on shelves and shit. Like, it's just so dope. <laughs> the game's dope. <laughs> Damn, you see the shelves with all the consoles. He did Sega Genesis with the fucking um, the 3DX or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> oh, the um, 32X on top of it. Right. Oh, wow. GameCube next to that. Sega Master System, NES... Um, that looks like a 3DO, which is, you know, whatever, it's a 3DO. Um, <laughs> Sega Saturn Dreamcast, he has the newer model NES, the one that looked all weird. Damn. Super Nintendo N64, stacks of fucking Game Boys, dude, <laughs> stacks on stacks. Oh, man. Somebody, somebody needs some money. Yeah, seriously. Or somebody just got married. <laughs> That, dude. If, I had a collection, if I had a collection like that and the woman didn't like it, she can bounce. Yeah, I would. It's just... easier to get another woman than it is to get another collection. This is true. Sadly, this is true. Done and done. It is oh. not difficult to get a chick. Sorry. Uh, all right. Truth. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on today. Comic book news. Moving on today. 
There is, uh, there has been more of a gender shift in comics lately. While many of the comic book heroes that we love and adore are generally white males. However, in recent years, we have seen, oh, excuse me, many more minorities pop up as either new characters or some minorities taking up mantles of old characters. Now, women are looking for their voice in comic characters, and the new Marvel event Spider-Verse is going to help in that. During the Spider-Verse panel on Sunday at the New York Comic Con, which really gets going in November, it seems that the female versions of the characters will be making their mark in comics after the event. As many of you probably saw in Amazing Spider-Man number 7, no Spider-Man is safe given that they killed Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Remember that cartoon series back in the day? Yeah, the last panel of uh, issue number 7 had uh, Spider-Man, Firestar, and Iceman with bullet holes in their head. Uh, so November we'll see the launch of Spider-Woman by the creative team of Dennis Hopeless and Greg Land this is a key part of the Spider-Verse according to Nick Lowell in Amazing Spider-Man number 10 Spider-Woman and Silk get sent on a mission and the first three issues of Spider-Woman will tell that story this led to the announcement of the new Silk series which will begin in February of 2015 by the creative team of Robbie Thomas and artist Stacey Lee I'm super thrilled to be part of the Marvel Universe and specifically this character Thompson complimented Slot and Ramos for creating a fully formed character in Silk who is unique but with a distinct place in the Marvel Universe. I have always wanted to draw something Spider-Man. Lee said, Thompson said that the series will chronicle Cindy Moon's life from bite to bunker. Also debuting in February 2015, Spider-Gwen will be going will be a new ongoing series that will feature you guessed it a Gwen Stacy version of Spider-Man from the creative team of Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez for her father he didn't quite give her the power great power equals great responsibility speech but he essentially gave that speech and now he has to put it in put it to the test Latour said both of those characters will challenge each other's assertions the writers um, also said that the the Mary Janes are still around the band for the story uh I wanted something very random or very modern and get in the headspace of what Gwen would do if she was in the superhero world, uh, Rodriguez said the costume of the costume's popular design. So for those of you wishing for more female characters in the Spider-Man universe, you will, you're all in for a treat. Now, for something a bit different, when it was announced that Marvel is going to do a different type of Secret Wars with the variation of heroes released in the poster, I figured that it would be a multidimensional story. Seems I was right. During a Q&A session of the panel, Dan Slott told a fan that Spider-Verse and the current Avengers and New Avengers stories are leading to Secret Wars. They are connected in the mul- in that the, mul- the dimensional breaking down is helping empower Morland's the one who's killing the Spider-Man's plan. So, looks like they got the big thing coming up. Spider-Man! Um, <laughs> yeah, wow. the Spider-Verse, they've been hyping this fucking Spider-Verse for months for now. Yeah, it's been since summer, early summer. Like, you're seeing all this stuff, and, you know, it's kind of cool because it's supposed to be somebody going universe to universe knocking off Spider-Man, so. Wow. It's like that Jet Li movie, The One. <laughs> it's spider-man knocking off spider-man, spider-man. what yeah. the fuck um <laughs> no it's no, ben riley it's out. ben riley this motherfucker <laughs> this is just clone wars 2 people pay attention <laughs> um or, no, it's a conspiracy it clone the, the clone government. saga i'm sorry it's, <laughs> yeah it's the other one <laughs> yeah, yeah the other clone thing 
it's a conspiracy by the government to perpetuate the clone saga into real into a, a real manifestation i knew it this is all illuminati shit yeah that's really what it is obama <laughs> <laughs> thanks obama <laughs> um all right honestly and this 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 is nice this article pairs nicely with uh steve's article so you know um, seldom does that happen but right Honestly, we don't have enough female lead characters in comic books these days. Sure, it <laughs> sure it come it ugh, what sure it it's come a long <laughs> way since the days of old when women were more often used as set pieces and not key characters. But solo books are scarce. Marvel, at their Women of Marvel panel during New York's Comic Con yesterday. Um, or two days ago, whatever fucking day this comes out, uh, revealed a new Gamora solo series currently in the works, which will bring another female character center stage. Not much is known about the book quite yet, off other than it will be focused on Gamora's talent as, quote, the deadliest woman in the galaxy. Um, Nicole Perlman, one of the screenwriters for the film, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, will take over writing duties for the book. No artist was announced. Um, as far as strong female characters go, Gamora should be somewhere at the top of the list. A lot of questions remain about what time period this will be set in. Will we see Gamora before she met up with the Guardians or after? Uh, time will tell in the end when the book shows up in stores sometime in the spring of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Gamora is dope. I'd, I'd read a solo book of hers. Yeah, I'd be definitely interested. And the interesting thing is it's being written by a woman. Yeah. And that means that you're really going to get a fucking actual fleshed out character. You're not going to get, oh, my God, I'm going to go beat these bad guys with my fucking huge tits. You know, <laughs> some of these comic book guys need to settle down with the with the chicks. Like, oh, it, right. Yeah. It gets a little ridiculous. It does. But, um, it really does. There's nothing wrong with a comic book character being sexy, but she has to not be shallow as fuck. As fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I hear you. Need, you know what I mean. You know, I know what you mean. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everybody knows what I mean. As we, go, as we go from, yeah, you know, comics are being a little too sexist to a sexist joke. What? <laughs> well, you know, I never said I wasn't. I'm just this saying. This is true. This is true. Comic books. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not sexist. I promise. <laughs> my wife will tell you. Wait, no, don't ask her. No, my wife won't tell you shit. Meg Turney will tell you though. <laughs> oh shit. I almost forgot about that. Fucking real quick. Um Meg Turney was talking about something fucking feminism or something and I agreed. And she fucking replied to my shit. Highlight of my week. <laughs> Y'all bitches need to get on my level. That's all it is, dude. That, that's all he's saying. That's all he's saying. Get on my level. Uh, all right, Pitch. moving on into <laughs> uh, moving on into tech news. Back in August, we mentioned about an app AB or GBA for iOS was a nifty way to, for you to play Game Boy Advance games on your iOS device. With the release of iOS 8 for the new iPhone 6, it was only a matter of time before the device was no longer able to be used on such a device. It was. It's being reported that the next update from Apple could be closing the loophole that allowed emulators to be used on iOS devices. All third-party emulators simply have a rollback the date, uh, have to roll back the date on the device to install it. However, it seems that GBA for iOS 
team noticed that in the iOS 8.1 beta, there is a fix that could close that loophole and prevent anyone from running emulators on your iOS device. Now, to be fair, you can still jailbreak your device, which allows you to install anything you want. Unfortunately, you will not be able to receive any of the latest updates or security fixes that Apple does release from time to time. And, given, and lately. And boom. lately, yeah, you may want to. <laughs> Uh, tester Daria Sepulveda is surprised that the fix uh, that the fix game um, came after being known for a long time. Apple is known for patching loopholes that infringe on copyright holders, especially someone like Nintendo. Why they waited so long remains a bit of a mystery. As for now, enjoy the game while you um, while you have not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Try that again. As for now, enjoy the time you have now. It may be coming to an end soon, but in all fairness, they'll probably find another one. Anytime you fix a loophole, always opens up something else. Yeah, it's, it's inevitable. So, <laughs> yeah. Inevitable. You know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Speaking of loopholes, <laughs> no. Um, I am a Linux user, bitch. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Just the way I started the article was like such a declaration. I'm a um, Linux user, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a Linux user. And if you're not, you're a punk ass bitch. I'm a Linux um, user. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting silly at the end of the podcast. Um, I'm a Linux user, and while I love my choice in operating system, I sometimes get frustrated when it comes to compatibility. A lot of games and programs aren't available for Linux and sometimes forces me to drop into my dusty Windows partition to play something new. While frustrating, it's a bit more understandable uh, that there is no software port versus a website not working properly. I swear to God, uh, I said software porn. <laughs> hey, I might have. Um, <laughs> this has been the case for Netflix for some time until now. Netflix has added Linux compatibility to their web browser, web browser streaming side finally. While this has been possible through a series of hacks that involve tricking the Netflix website into thinking you were on a Windows machine, <laughs> uh, and I've done that, um, this is no longer necessary, and Linux users can use Netflix like anyone else. Um, there is one catch, though, and while it's not that big of a deal, for most people, it... <laughs> um, there is one catch, though, and while it's not that big of a deal for most people, it could be a problem for those that like to keep everything open source. Uh, Netflix will only work with the Chrome web browser due to the inclusion of a specific Netflix-required module being included in Chrome for HTML5. That means no other browser will do it at this time. And I'm not in... Don't try to be slick and download Chromium. It's not going to work. You have to have Chrome. Um, the module, uh, which is called Encrypted Media Extension, or EME, is the DRM piece to the puzzle that Linux has always lacked. Um, this is a big deal for Linux users because it's it's always been ridiculous that it didn't run in the first place. Before Netflix streamed, before Netflix started streaming in HTML5, it only streamed using Silverlight, which made it Microsoft's fault, which Linux users can understand to a point. Now that Netflix has decided to use a standard technology, everyone is allowed to join the party. And uh, a little screenshot of me watching Californication. <laughs> that's right um, no it's great I mean it, it's to Windows and Mac users you're probably like gives a fuck like we'd be able to do that whatever and it's it sounds stupid it sounds like oh Linux sucks because it can't do simple shit it's not that Linux can't do it it's just DRM and because Linux is free they don't they don't pay for 
the inclusion of right. all that shit. You know, but Google said, we got you. dude." It's just like Google, too, now they have um, Pepper Flash, basically. So they have the Flash module built directly into the um, the browser. And this is for Windows, Mac, or, or Linux. And the good thing about that is, is that Adobe sucks giant monkey dick. <laughs> like they don't. They is don't that a, is that an official term? That's official, <laughs> and and they don't update their shit right, especially on Linux. Yeah. And um, now that Google's like, you know, what, we'll do it. We'll take. We'll, we have our own version of Flash. We'll take care of it. Works flawless. Never had a problem. Chrome is the browser to use. Debrowser Linux. Yeah. So, just saying, you know. <laughs> Unless you do need to use Silverlight, the Silverlight hack for something different, and then you got to drop into Firefox. Yeah, yeah, because that's always been kind of your chief complaint. Is you can watch it, but you just had to do so many different things. Well, it was, it's the um, mine was with school because I, I use some some labs that I have to do are in are in uh, Silverlight, and I can watch content in Silverlight, but if it's interactive, it doesn't work. Mm. So I have to um, do other things. Yeah. All right. Well. Many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is the section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. This Week's This Bitch is Hewlett Packard. Not just for simply being HP. A bitch. No. <laughs> being HP. <laughs> just being HP. But I'm, I'm not going to spoil the headline, but I'm just going to go ahead and read the art. This actually comes from Ars Technica. And uh, I, I always like going to Ars Technica because... When they give you tech stuff, it's in depth. It's not yeah, they like, don't fuck around. They don't gloss over a lot of the shit. They, I mean, some of the, sometimes their articles are deep. Like there's some deep reading in there, but you're gonna get a lot of the information. Uh, so this one I thought was pretty hilarious and kind of short considering the site. Hewlett Packard has alerted some customers that it will be revoking a digital certificate used to sign a huge swath of software, including. Hard, um, hardware drives and some other essentials to running on older HP computers. The certificate is being revoked because the company learned that it was used to digitally sign, wait for it, malware that had infected a developer's PC. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> An HP executive told security reporter Brian Krebs that the certificate itself wasn't compromised. HP no. Global Chief, yeah, exactly. Global Chief Information Security Officer Brett Wallen said that HP had recently been alerted to the signed malware, a four-year-old Windows Trojan, by uh, Semantic. Uh, Wallen said that it appears that the malware, which had infected an HP employee's computer, accidentally got digitally signed as part of a separate software package and then sent a signed copy of itself back to the point of origin. Through uh, Though the malware has since been distributed over the internet uh, while bearing HP certificate, Wallen notes that the Trojan has never shipped to HP customers as part of the software package. Quote, 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 Steen, when people hear this, many will automatically assume that we have some sort of compromise within our coding, signings, infrastructure, and that is not the case, Wallen told Krebs. We can show that we've never had a breach on our secure on our uh, certificate authority and that our code signing infrastructure is 100% intact. Which is dumbasses. Yeah, exactly. Which is basically translation. We are the ones that are fucking idiots. Not the software. We are. 
Regardless of the cause, the uh, revocation of the effective certificate will require HP to reissue a large number of software packages with a new digital signature. While the certificate drop may not affect systems with the software already installed, users will be alerted that a bad certificate uh, if they attempt to reinstall software from the original media. The full impact of the certificate revocation won't be known until after VeriSign revokes the certificate on October 21st, Wallen stated. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dude. and then HP wonders why their computer business is slowing down. Cause they'd be stupid. That's just who the how the fuck do you, like nobody caught that? Like <laughs> you, you know, it's like that guy's looking in the very deep recesses of YouTube and caught something. And then he's like, Steve, oh, Steve, Steve is having a real talk moment. So it's like, real talk? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he found shit on his computer. He's like, oh, shit. But then I don't want to have to go ahead and, like, I'll just send it anyway and say, like, oh, hey, something happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> something happened. Yeah, something happened all right. Something, something happened all right. Tool. <laughs> this is why <laughs> HP is kind of the, oh, that's cute. You know, they're kind you of the what? sprint of the and I've uh, said it, computer I've said it, programmer. I've said it a few times, and some people disagree with me. But from what I've seen in the marketplace, like if you if you have to get a pre-built desktop, you have to go with Dell or Asus. Yeah. And I would choose Dell first, only because Dell adheres to um, standards a lot better than everybody else. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to upgrade and stuff like that. Yeah. I opened a gateway desktop, like a newer one. It was one of the cheap $300 ones. They're literally using a proprietary motherboard power cable. <laughs> like you can't upgrade shit. You can't yeah. even get it. You can't even get a new power supply on that fucking piece of shit. So I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I mean, I got a Asus desktop, which, um, Asus is legit. Yeah. Especially if you get their high end shit. Yeah. And this one here, it's like, it's, Fucking 16 gigs. It's just, it's just, it's smooth. I love it. And uh, it's so smooth. The only, the only downside is it's not com- super easy to get a second hard drive in there, but it'll work. It gets in there. Oh, oh yeah. It's not HP. <laughs> that's you know, and that's a benefit for everybody. Right? Exactly. HP can suck this dick, dude. <laughs> That's uh, real talk. That's real talk. Real talk with the lazy geeks. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you would like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lazy geeks, uh, even on our Google Plus page, uh, or mention it to us on Twitter uh, at the lazy geeks using hashtag this bitch. You can even email it to us at the website at lazygeeks.com. All right. So before we head out today, uh, this is a random story of the week. Um, actually, it's not even so much random as it is just plain sad. Um, most of you probably know that Lindsay Lohan has a lawsuit against Rockstar and Take Two for the impeccable likeness <laughs> that they did of her. Of her uh, startling. Uh, yes, it's just. I mean, you look at it and you thought, "Well, Lindsay Lohan's in the game." Uh, I didn't think that until she said something. But and, uh, you then know, you're like, whatever. yeah, okay, yeah, dumb 
<laughs> dumb bitch. Yeah, okay. There's, that... there's a dumb, rich, entitled bitch in the game. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if that's all we need. <laughs> exactly. If that's all <laughs> yeah. we need, then hey, you know, put in a Kardashian while we're at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this story here comes from CVG. Uh, an amended lawsuit, or amended suit, says ads merchandise used Lindsay Lohan's image. Lindsay Lohan's attorneys have fired back at Rockstar and Take-Two, who claimed that the actress's lawsuit against them is merit- was meritless and, quote, filed for publicity purposes. Real talk right there. <laughs> That's real talk. Real talk. By the way, if I didn't mention this, is from CVG. Um, so an amended version of Lohan's lawsuit published by The Hollywood Reporter this week explains expands her case against the game makers, which claims Rockstar unlawfully used her image for the Grand Theft Auto V's Lacey Jonas character. The new document includes dozens of pages of GTA V marketing materials and merchandise, which it claims were specifically modeled after several of Lohan's appearances. <laughs> you, you can always, real quick, you can always tell when Steve don't agree with something. <laughs> specifically modeled like just so much disdain in the tone of voice i love it i love every minute of it uh it's after several moments after several of Lindsay lohan's appearances and do not constitute transformative fair use the example singled out two specific pieces of promotional art of the game one of which shows a blonde uh, obviously blonde woman in a bikini making the peace sign and another showing a blonde woman being arrested against the hood of a car. Wasn't wasn't the um the blonde the blonde broad in the game, the one in the the adverb where she's doing yeah. the peace sign? Wasn't that actually modeled uh, after Kate Upton? That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard it wasn't. And Kate Upton just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I remember I, when this lawsuit. I remember she they used a, a self uh, a picture that she did a selfie, and I was like, that looks nothing like her. I'm like, just she because just she's inspired by yeah. it. Yeah, and flash the peace sign. Really, that's it. And yeah. arrested by the hood of the car. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, they're biting the um, cherry pie song now. Right, right. This is a woman in a car in the same place. Yeah. Uh, fucking break. She's just running out of money. That's all. Yeah. These images appeared in many of the game's promotional campaigns and on merchandise from T-shirts to coffee mugs. Lohan's suit argues that these alleged promotional and merchandising uses of her image are not protected by Rockstar and Take-Two's First Amendment right to free speech or New York state law. Lohan's suit was filed in July. Rockstar and Power Company Take-Two derided her claims as a bit of media attention and sought a re- dismissal of the court findings reported in August. Take I two- love how everybody's keeping it real. Yeah. Like, they're just like, she just wants attention, guys. Exactly. Uh Take two said in the fi- uh, filings, Lohan's image was not used, and that Lacey Jonas's character resembles her only insofar as they are both young blonde women. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if it like, only resembles her in how they're both fucking stupid. <laughs> exactly. Lindsay Lohan used to be so fucking hot, dude. I know. Remember the fucking Herbie days? Oh, yeah. That was the only reason I watched that Herbie movie. Days, she was hot. Teen girls. All mm. of those. Yeah. And then she, and she wasn't a bad actress either. No, and then she just got she got caught up, got cut up, caught up, and fucked shit. up, and she's just like two days away from doing porn. Did you ever hear um, James Franco? He did an interview with Howard Stern, 
where he talks about how Lindsay Lohan was like obsessing over him and like showing up at his work and shit. Cause you know how James, James Franco has like 18 different jobs. Right, right, right. Well, he, she was showing up at like his acting class at fucking that, the university he works at and mm. just being fucking belligerent and crazy and shit. And he had to tell her to fuck off. <laughs> like you're not even at his level. Yeah. Like, like go home. Yeah. Look, no one wants to play with you anymore. <laughs> look, he's done a lot of bad movies, but he's done a lot of good movies and people still want to work with him. You know, no, no just, just no, just I no. Can't, we can't even Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't dig. No, we don't dig, Lindsay. It's actually extremely sad because I thought she was really talented and really yeah. pretty. And, and w- she had that kind of sexy, raspy voice thing going yeah. on. Yeah, but kind, of the, kind of the Scarlett Johansson kind of voice. She ruined it. Yeah. Well, if you look at, if you look at Mean Girls where everybody was telling, oh, Lindsay Lohan, she's the least one talked about in that entire cast. Regina, dude. Hey, man. You know, she broke out big off that movie too. Yeah, I mean, fucking. What was her? What's her Amy fucking Adam, name? I can't. Uh, I can't get. Uh, this Adams. No, 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 no. It's not. It's Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Lacey Chabray, and um, uh, what's her name? The blonde chick, the one from, the crazy-eyed looking one. Um, she's hot too. Oh, she was in the the last movie she, I saw her, was um, Million Ways to Die in the West. But she did that movie, uh, Chambers. Where it was a Marilyn Chambers movie, which I still she did that Red Riding Hood bit. I never saw that movie. People said it sucked, though. Yeah, I'm sure, but you know, I'm sure it did. But (laughs) yeah, look at Steve. I'm sure it did suck. Sure, it did suck, but you know, what are you gonna say? (laughs) What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Lindsay, you've had too much drink. Go home. (laughs) Oh, Uh, all right. Well, that is it for the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.